All right, um, we're back in episode two. Uh, for those of you who were in our last podcast and listened to it, we were talking about uh, tons of different uh, things, uh, business and, and owning a business and, and uh, some of the ups and downs and karma and uh, a few other topics. So if you get a chance, uh, check out part one. Spirituality. Spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, we're with Israel Nunez, and um, he is a business owner. He owns a, a, a fitness gym slash uh, a little bit of boxing, right? A little bit of boxing. But yeah. More of a fitness gym. Yeah. And uh, he's been a teacher, um, real estate agent, <laughs> a bunch of careers. Uh, doc, Nat- uh, naturopathic doctor. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we're going to be going into some things. Um, did you say teacher? Did I say teacher? I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be egotistical here, but. Um, yeah, so. So we're going to be uh, continuing on with our conversation and, and, and getting into some different things. Um, we were talking about passion in our break. Oh, passion, yeah. If we want to touch on a little bit of the, the past subject, I think we were talking about your podcast. Right. And, and, I, and, you know, one of the things in life is that we talked about in the previous show was the ups and downs situation, um, the duality of our existence and the duality of energy. So, you know, as a business owner, and everybody understands this, some may not fully understand it, but everybody pretty much has experienced this, I should say. Mm -hmm. And the up and down nature of when you have your business is very real. And so we were discussing, okay, so... Alex, you're going to have your ups and downs in this podcast because it's it's normal. The cool thing about it is when you're doing something passionate, the downs are not so bad. You know, they're still there. You know, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Why am I doing this and this and that? But when you're passionate, it's not as negative. I've noticed uh, when I've done other things and um, the, the the down parts that are unavoidable are just really down. You know what I mean? When it's not your passion. I think that's what we were talking about. Could you also, another way to say when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, maybe? You know, I guess you could say that. Now, how real is that in terms of how do you know? You know, I I do understand that almost everything that we do on this planet is a learning. And it is for our own upliftment in spirit. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if it comes to the point where you're like, I'm done and I'm leaving and I'm done. You're probably on the right track. If that's kind of what you're getting at. Now, there are people that say, no, I can't leave because fear takes over. What do you mean when you say I can't leave? Oh, the, the, the thing that they're doing at the time? Whatever it is. Let's say, you know, you, you work a nine to five job and you're getting paid, you know, 30 bucks, 35 bucks an hour, whatever it is. And it, that energy money supplies everything that you've, wanted for your karma you got a car a boat a house whatever um you know that through fear as it consumes you that if you quit that job well you're not going to be able to pay your bills so when people get into this type of dilemma then what end up what in what ends up happening is that um people are more likely to get sick Mm. because what is sickness but Usually, 90% of the time, an end result from too much stress. And or as it correlates with fear. 
So the, ter- the, the phrase stress can kill is 100% real. And we as naturopaths, we understand this um, a lot. This is part of our studies. And, um, you know, we didn't talk about fear in naturopath. Now, this is something that I just know through spirituality, um, through meditation and so forth. But I do understand that a lot of these naturopaths understand how powerful stress is. And, you know, what's cool is that in recent times, medical doctors are understanding and or telling their patients about this, the stress, stress issues. Whereas before, when I was younger, I mean, it was really about, hey, what's your genetic background? Well, your mama had cancer. So guess what? You got it. You know, you know, this type of thought process, it is to a certain degree, again, uh, left brain thinking, very analytical, but it's not the only um, reason why people get certain sicknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, stress is one of the, the biggest, it's number one. So you could eat the healthiest and drink all the water, but if you have high amounts of stress, it doesn't really they correlate with each other. But yes, you are correct. Because of the fact that, to a certain degree, you're correct. Because of the fact that the more you eat correctly, the more it does tend to fight off stress. Because these vitamins, minerals, enzymes help you fight off stress. So yeah, the more you're eating correctly, the better you're able to fight off stress. Or your body's able to cope with it better. Because as you stress, you're burning uh, more minerals, more vitamins, and and yeah, your body starts to deteriorate. Because stress affects every single part. Of the body. Stress affects everything. Okay. Correct. Um, I really want to get into the um, the pharmaceuticals. I, I I was mentioning before that during our breakup, I'm living in Boston right now, and uh, I feel like every single person um, gets a flu shot during this time, and it's like uh, whatever the doctor tells them to do, that they, they do. I know some people who, who get the flu shot out there and they're always sick. They're always sick. Their immune system is always compromised. Uh, can we talk about just, you know, the, just the current Western, they call it Western medicine, just our current medicine system that we have? Well, look, let's just think logically for a sec. I mean, I mean, just to kind of keep it silly and real, I mean, why the fuck would you want to stick a needle <laughs> inside your skin when it doesn't belong there? I mean, let's just keep it that simple, right? You don't want to do that. It's not meant to be that way. Just like you're not meant to be stabbed. I mean, I mean, I know I'm, uh, I'm being a little rough about it, but like, really, it, it's not supposed to be that way, you know? And so, okay, apart from all that, um, the pharmaceutical industry very much is aware that these vaccines are, you know... I mean, really, it's just a money-making scheme. That's all it is. We're not supposed to be having uh, vaccines in us. It's just not supposed to be that way. I mean, all you got to do is look for the thousands of years that we've gotten to this point. You know, our bloodlines go way back without vaccines. Thousands and thousands of years without sticking any needles in us. All of a sudden, we need the needles within the last hundred or so years. It's ridiculous. What about the argument that people say uh, that are against that? That say, well, uh, you know, what about all the people that died because of no vaccines? 
you know, like, you know, in Europe, et cetera, you know, these people didn't have Look, I know that you, Europeans went through a very rough phase, but you got to take into all things, you got to take all things into consideration. Y- Europeans, I mean, shit, they were dumping their feces and their piss. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying, look, I'm not trying to dog the Europeans because it is what it is. I'm not trying to say that they're inferior in any way. I mean, shoot, they've made amazing accomplishments. But what I'm saying is, look, in the past, during the, the Black Plague or all these other sicknesses that were hitting, they were very, very unsanitary. Very unsanitary. You don't throw your shit out the window. <laughs> you just don't do that. And they were doing that. This is a historical fact. It's funny because a lot of the ancient cultures out of Europe, they would throw their feces outside the living areas. Yeah. Out in the ca- out of the encampments. Yes. Um, but the Europeans, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Uh, yeah, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, a lot of the, yeah tribal societies. Right, right. The Aztecs had an irrigation system. I mean, shit, it goes on and on and on. I mean, it, it, I mean I'm not trying to like say in any way or shape or form that one race is superior or inferior to another. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, there was a certain dilemma and this dilemma caused it kind of like a cause and effect. And people thought they knew the solution and, you know, vaccines came, you know, later, later, but nevertheless, um, you know, it's just not something that is necessary for human appropriate health for for human proper health it's not necessary what is necessary is to reduce stress and what is necessary is to eat correctly and shit rely on the plants that the planet is trying to give us because we are symbiotic with the planet and the planet will always try to give us something that is you know there to correct our health would you say that most diseases can be cured or alleviated by plants I hope you don't get a lot of followers because the most ruthless industry out there is the medical industry. If they listen to this and it goes viral for whatever reason, we better watch our backs. (laughs) They might be more ruthless than the fucking government. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, you don't need medicine. You don't need any of that. You don't need any of that stuff. I haven't taken any shape or form of any type of medication over the counter, you know, for over 18 years. No vaccines, no no chemicals, no, you don't need it. We live in a society where everybody wants the, I want it now. And there, there lies the problem. Because of the fact that you want it now, um, we got an issue. And what I mean by now is like, you know, your stomach hurts or your elbow's hurting. You know, it's been hurting for a week. So you go to the doctor. The doctor's all right, let's cut it. <laughs> why? Because you want it now. Do we want to look for the root of the problem? Well, why? We, we, we know there's something there or your knee. You injured your knee in football or whatever or sport injury. Well, you tore your meniscus or whatever the hell it is, right? And the doctor says the doctor is a god to a certain degree. We have several gods. And I'll mention that real quick. You know, that I consider God, this is my point of view, this is Israel's point of view. <laughs> uh, we have the media God, you know, where, where if the TV tells you something um, through news or whatnot, we consider it to be true. Therefore, they're a God to us. We have the religion God. If the priest tells you something to most individuals or, or any other hierarchy of leadership in a religious structure, you're like going to believe it. So then we have the government God. 
And if the government tells you something, you're going to believe it. We have the bank gods. If the bank gods tell you something, you're going to believe it. And we have um, the educational gods. And if the educational gods tell you something, you're going to believe it. These gods in recent days, within the last 10 years, are starting to be broken up. They're starting to break down. Right. Um, shit. I forgot one of the major gods, which is the hospital gods. <laughs> if the doctor tells you something, you're going to believe it. But like I said, all these structures that I mentioned are starting to break up. People are becoming less trustworthy of these type of power structures that tell us information. Um, so I know we went off tangent again, but we were talking about, well, 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 you know. Let's get back. We can get back to the medical theory real quick, but I also, I don't want to lose this point and, and uh, about them losing kind of this power or hold over us. Yeah. You know, I, one of the biggest reasons, if there is a reason why it's happening, I really give credit to the internet. You know, there was times where I knew information through meditation and or deep analysis and or thinking. And when I knew this information to be real, there was nothing to kind of, you know, give me some sort of approval on there it. There was no internet pages. There was no internet. Yeah. But now I have, let's say I'm meditating in the forest, right? Because that's what I like to do. And I get certain truths and or thoughts in my head through a spiritual connection of the internet. That's a whole different topic. Now, if you get this information on a spiritual, from a spiritual connection, and you go and I go online, I'm like, oh, somebody else thinks this way. Well, then now you have a little bit of validation. Right. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of this information that we knew in the past comes through spirituality and your connection with the, you know, the global connection of the internet, which is spirit. Because we're all, well, some of us, well, we can be all connected. Right? There's like a, even though you may not know that person, right? It's, we're all kind of, at times, yep. thinking the same thoughts. It's like a, it, I call it like the 4D internet. Right. You know, this is the, what we see on the screen on a, on a, like a laptop. Wi-Fi, right? a it, it, exactly. We all have it, but we cut it off. Right. But, but it's real. It's there. It is your connection with what people call God. Right. You know, uh, God is more of like, I think, a Jewish terminology. But for the, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, it's there. It exists. There is an intelligence source there. There is something there. There are angels, you know, as the, you know, certain religious, you know, texts say, um, and or guides, if you want to call them that. They do exist. They are very intelligent and they are there to support and help us. It is very, very real. But we are, you know, within the same family of these guides and or angels and or source but, you know, to more of a kindergartner to them. <laughs> We're in a learning phase, trying to reach up to that level. So would you, kind of going back, would you say that the system is kind of in a, you know, these systems, these gods, you know, like the healthcare, et cetera, they're in a, they're in a panic mode. They are in a panic mode and they are very well aware. Some of the big, big dogs, the ones on top, they are aware that it's breaking down and the internet is the cause of it. You know, the physical internet, right. the 3D internet, right. you know, but there are other people that had this understanding, the 4D internet, the ones that are connected to source, they've right. always known this. It was limited. It was limited. There wasn't too many of those people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But this powerful, this thing that we call the internet literally has given knowledge so easily to everyone. Exactly. And it's incredible when you think about it. 
It is because now the information is there and accessible. Like look, like this podcast, right. it's it's information that, that can reach lots of people really fast. And if it doesn't reach it in the first three years, it may within ten. You know, so the fact of the matter is, is that you know information is more easily spread, thus creating a breakdown of the controllers through the media god. You know, the media god was in full control of information. Now um, there are multi multi you know little mi- little media mini gods okay. <laughs> that's what you are <laughs> a multimedia mini god um, yeah that's interesting is, is it seems they know that the internet is one of the main causes of this disrupt- disruption so it seems like they're trying to imp- like you're trying to control it now right I and mean, there's a lot of news going around that they're trying to well you remember i mean i don't know shit what was this like a year ago where they were really trying to get a foothold on the internet you know and they tried it with facebook tried to get everybody on facebook so that they can have everybody in a little pocket you know and they they were pretty successful at it because if people needed information they just go to facebook well now on facebook you know if if <laughs> what started happening is supposed to be more like hey take a picture of your cookie you know or or your dinner or your beer you know, that's that that's that is pretty much probably what they were hoping for, you know, or, you know, play a few games here and there. But it did take a twist and people started posting, you know, other information, enlightening information. So, uh, you know, OK, I don't think that it's, it's what they wanted. The CIA or whoever else was in control of this, who knows how complicated it gets. But I can pretty much tell you that it did take a little bit of a twist because, People started posting information that became enlightening. Have you noticed that people who aren't even really, I don't know, who, who don't focus their, all their time on the on whatever woke or whatever you want to call it, uh, these kind of concepts, uh, even you know people into the movies and TVs, all, all, that's all they do is watch, but they'll still here and there post enlightening things. Yeah, yeah, they will, they will. Yeah, it's just the nature of it. I can't. It is the nature of the human spirit to always learn. We try to fight it. And when the more we fight it, the unhealthier we get. And so people don't understand this concept as well. They don't understand that if we are not expressing ourselves correctly, then what ends up happening is that we can get very sick. Um, that is a huge factor with a lot of people. So if we feel we need to do something and we resist because fear holds us back, we can get sick, thus causing stress. Thus, see how it's all interrelated. So fear and stress, you know, are very much interrelated. And we don't, we should, we should, if anything, express more love. Now, the more love we express, the more fear is diminished, you know, and people don't understand that either. You know, people think that they have to get theirs, you know, this is a rough world, you know, we have to get ours, you know, and this and that, you know, they have that mentality. You see it all over social media, you know, and it's good to hustle. I'm not, I'm not saying don't hustle, but you can do it with love. You can do it with compassion. You can hustle, work hard. Karma will, will reward you. You don't have to be a jerk about it. (laughs) You can be a nice guy and still get your money. You know what I mean? Uh, It's kind of funny. I had my boss back in Boston recently and one of those old school type bosses uh, from, from Boston, you know, he'd been at the company for 30 years. One of those rough guys like you'd see like in Goodwill Hunting. And when I first, the first day I met him, he says, you can tell me anything. I have no feelings. My heart is cold. Oh. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be very tough. But it's funny. Uh, after maybe about two days, I'm like, Alex, oh, you know, take a 10-minute extra break. It's okay. 
know what I mean? Because he had, there's still that human, you can't kill it. You can't kill it. You can't kill that human capacity. You could, but you got to remove the heart. (laughs) 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 You know, you got to take that heart out and then maybe put an artificial one in there. Maybe that's the only way, but like our our godness, because we are all gods. You know, just some gods are at a lower grade level. Some are still in preschool. Some gods are in high school. Some gods are on university level. But nevertheless, you know, all us humans are on a learning phase and we all have a heart. And yes, the heart will kick in when it, when you least expect it many times. And, you know, there are people that, you know, intentionally, mentally try to shut that heart factor down or that heart energy you know, it is it is scientifically proven that the heart has an energetic, you know, aura that will be emanated or uh, just on call with your thought process. So um, people need to focus more on that. People need to focus more on their heart chakra. You know, uh, chakras is a whole other topic. Right. You know, like I said, I'm a meditator and I understand chakras to a certain degree. Um, and, and people need to focus on the heart chakra which is more of a 4d level but on a 3d it's the heart and if they do they'll have less difficulties less health problems and so forth and so on and so on the heart chakra is one of the key factors to eliminating fear and the more you eliminate fear the more you'll start to see your life change and you know one of the things that happens in life with a lot of people is people say, you know, I got to get it in my circle because I have, I'm, you know, I got nothing but negative people around me. So they'll do what they can and they'll move 500 miles away. Shit, two years later, they got the same circle, but just different people. Right. And they're all trying to do the same thing to them. And the, the reason being is because they have not changed who they are. You have to change who you are in order to change your circle. And people don't understand that completely words, they're just attract, they, they attract those people because that's who they are exactly you will attract what you're vibrating that's all it is if you one of the key factors to changing who you are is to expand your heart chakra and if you expand your heart chakra and or your love and or compassion and i'm not talking about you know this this disney type love you know that you hear on you know, uh, the Disney channel or whatever, or not even just Disney, but like, shoot, almost every major movie that's out there or media outlet. Love within a relationship to me is more translated as sexual attachment. Um, The love that I'm talking about is love and or compassion to those that you do not know. Um, Because when you say, oh, well, I just take care of my family. Well, then what? Who, Who cares? Everybody does that. You know, I'm talking about compassion and love to that person that just cut you off on the road, you know, um, or, you know, you're waiting in line and someone bumps you or something like that. One of the most difficult things for humans to do is to have compassion and or love for people that are like that. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect in that area, but I'm just saying what is real, that if we practice more on our heart chakra and love and or compassion, that our heart chakra and love and the function of our heart, because they're, the 4D and 3D is very much related, um, that your heart will actually function better. And if your heart functions better and your, your, your love is more expanded, I mean, you just have less fear and then you have less stress and thus less sickness. Mm-hmm. And we... Uh 
we uh we were talking about um i just wanted to because i wanted to go into this tangent i feel like we covered it pretty well but i did want to go back again toward um some of the the money that's involved with these pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. and and what they do Kind of their mission, right? So I, know, I guess I want to ask you is, we have so much faith in, 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 in them, right? But is their ultimate goal uh, to try to better humanity? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> now, look. Okay, okay, look. I used to be like, maybe 15 years ago, I was a total like, they are the enemy, right? The hospital is the enemy or anything thereof. I guess I'm a little bit more laid back about it now um, because look, if I break my leg, I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> you know, I have to, I have to use them or shit. You know, there's an emergency and someone's bleeding to death. Well, we have to take them to the hospital. So we need the hospitals to a certain degree. Unfortunately, it goes back to the whole, uh, you know, religious texts. You need that good in order to suck in the, the people. So they have good in them, the, the hospitals do. And I say use the good, which is the emergency room. Maybe, maybe 10% of what they, what they do. You know, you're gonna, you as an individual have to figure that out. And all the listeners, they have to figure it out for themselves. You know, one of the things we don't do is use our heart and use the right side of our brain, which, which pretty much kicks in our intuition um, and our feeling. So if sometimes if it feels incorrect, and now look, some people are way more experienced in this than others, and it just takes a lot of practice, but you got to be conscious of it and understand it. If you feel you're at the hospital and, and your feeling kicks in, and says, oh, you know, it doesn't feel right. Well, then it probably isn't. So do they serve a good purpose? Yes, to a certain degree. Would I trust them for medication? Absolutely not. And I never do. If they tell me this is the medication you need, I say bullshit. There always is a plan that will help in the same, on a longer process, but it will help. So all the medicine that they use, it is for an attachment purpose. It is for a dependency purpose. They want you to be dependent on them because this is where the money factor kicks in. So yeah, that's absolutely true. To a certain degree, they do have a purpose. Uh, but don't go full throttle into the hospital system because, um, I mean, it, it will probably mean the end of your life at one point. Hmm. I mean, uh, well, obviously we're all going to die, but... Why do you say that? Because they've killed several people, uh, natural doctors, right? They've they supposedly assassinated. Well, I've heard of a lot of naturopathic doctors dying, yeah. But, um, no, I'm not speaking of that, but I'm speaking more of like, okay... The industry itself, the doctors and or staff, the nurses, or maybe even the hospital manager or whatever the situation is, even they don't really fully understand. Just like a cop doesn't fully understand that he's serving, you know, a, a corrupt system, if you will. Um, it, it, it's, it's pretty much they're only doing what they're paid to do and they have a karma. So if the doctor gets paid, you know, $200,000 for whatever position that is surgery, surgeon or whatever, He's under the karmic energy of the supplier of that cash flow. And so the doctor doesn't even have a choice. And the cop is in the same predicament. So, you know, uh, 
to go off tangent a little bit, you know, you have all these people like, you know, F the police and this and that, but they're just people. And, and, and these people are under a karma. And the karma is, is that this cop is dependent upon a system that controls him. Why? Because they supply him with this house. They supply him with energy. And what does he do with that energy? He takes it in the form of cash. And that energy doesn't really, be, I mean, it belongs to him, but there's an exchange. There's a contract. And the, the exchange is, you do what I say, and I give you my energy. And therefore, the cop now is under control of a, of a karmic energy. And just like the doctor is, and the, and the, and the nurses are. So they're not necessarily don't don't really blame the doctor. They're just they're just a puppet, you know. It's part of the bigger. They're bigger part of the bigger picture. Um, before we move on, because I want to talk about some other things, uh, what are the top five things someone listening right now to be healthy? You're thinking top five to be a healthy individual. Top five things. Top five things. Shit, I never thought about that. Let me see. You can just summarize it for somebody, you know. Okay, let me see. One of the first things I tell people, meditate. Meditate is a big, big, huge factor. And one of the biggest mistakes in meditation is to try to clear your thoughts. Now, I highly recommend don't do that. Because once it doesn't succeed, you're like, well, fuck it. <laughs> and everybody that I've talked to, they can't clear their thoughts, so they just give up. I say meditate and meditate and let your thoughts go crazy. And just sit there and let them go crazy. But don't get up. So we can go on a whole other topic on meditation. But look, to keep it simple, just do it. Once you do it, the universe will grant you the next step. So at first, just sit there 15 minutes a day and just relax and, and focus on relaxing your whole body. And, and, and how do you do that? You think about it. Give your, give your body the command. Just like you tell your hand to raise, it will tell your body to relax and it will listen. Even if you, even if you tell it 20 times, it'll listen. Okay, so number one, meditate. Number two, I would say connect with nature. Um, out of all the animals in the planet. Before we go on, so yeah. I would say meditation and connecting with nature is even more important than eating a healthy diet. Oh, 100%. Okay. Now, according to my point of view, um, meditate is first. Um, num, num, I mean, shoot, with meditation, see, they're all so important. Yeah. So maybe they're not, you're not uh, doing it in order. But they let, let, I'll tell you what, I, I, I would say meditation for me comes first because if I'm stuck in the matrix, which is what we all are in, in, in this constructed, you know, Freemasonic, you know, world that we live in. And I'm not trying to dog the Freemasons. I'm just telling you that it, it, it is what it is. We, we have a Freemasonry structure. And, and there's, I mean, that's a whole other topic again. But the fact of the matter is, is that it is a structure engineered by man. And it is a more of a left brain, analytical, you know, dimensional structure. I'll try to get him back on another podcast to talk about the structure of the system and the Freemason. I know a lot of people aren't familiar with that, that concept. How this is the Freemason uh, government. But because that, that is a lot. What you, it <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole other topic. So, but that's like a whole other. That's but it, it, it pertains to connection and disconnect. So when you are connected to a system, as we all are continuously, um, it does create a different energetic flow within your own godhood. Um, so the point of the of the matter is, is that when you meditate, you tend to break from the system to a certain degree. 
Um, anyways, the meditation will eventually lead you to understand the concept of love. So, so my dilemma was, okay, which one really comes first, love or meditation? But, but meditation really will get you to that point. So love is probably the most important, but it coincides with meditation. Okay. And then you said uh, nature. And then nature would be number two. Okay, so, okay, there are many animals on this planet. Um, all of them, every single one, uh, connects with the earth or grounds themselves with the earth. Every single one. There is one animal that doesn't or does it only about, on a majority basis, two to three months out of the year. Do you know that animal? I don't. There's one animal that does not connect with the planet. Take a guess. That doesn't connect with the earth. Touch it physically. Physically. It does, but only for about two or three months of the year on, on a good basis. Could be a bird, but well, a bird connects with the earth the eight hours a day at night. They sleep, wow. you know, and, and the tree is very well grounded yeah. to, to the planet. Not only that, they're on the ground many times looking for food and all right. that other yeah, stuff. I don't know. The animal is the human. Okay, so we are the only animal, and, and that can include other animals, but they're domesticated, like the dog, but we all know that they have health issues. Um, the other animal can be the cat, and we all know that they can have health issues. They create, you know, vets for these animals. Um, a lot of them have cancer. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dogs and, and, you know, so forth, and birds that are caged up, you know, they have health issues. Uh, the human, we cage ourselves up. And guess what? We have health issues. You never see the mountain lion going to the vet. You know, you never see the raccoon saying, hey, I got health, I got a toothache or something. You know, <laughs> you know, they just carry on. You know, they do die because they get hunted and whatnot. But for the most part, you, you, you don't really see, I mean, there are going to be sick wild animals. I'm not saying that everything is black and white here, right? But what I'm trying to tell you is that on a majority basis, wild animals are very healthy animals. And one of the biggest factors to this is the godness of their relationship to their surroundings. Um, if you look at nature, it is more of a god-like structure. The trees and the rocks. In other words, the, earth. the earth. The earth, yeah. Yeah, it's the earth. It's not a man-made structure. We're not in a, in a Freemasonic structure. So there's, other, there's several things going on here, but nature gives you that appearance, um, you know, it enters into your eyes and you see more of a godlike structure, therefore better for your health. Just by looking at it, just by looking at the trees, just by looking at the water running, just by looking at the waterfall, just by looking at the fucking rocks on the ground, looking at the caterpillar, the animal, the birds, everything, it does something to your spirit and makes you healthier. Now, on top of that, you touch the ground. If you touch the ground, it is known that the earth has a vibrancy. It has a 7.83 frequency. Right. It's the Schumann frequency. I mean, this is a fact. This is a scientific yeah, fact. Scientific. Yeah. yeah, this this frequency, this earth frequency, connects very well with our own frequency. It is symbiotic. It is a vibrancy that creates a better health for us. So nature is very important. So the majority of our times are inside of a building. Work, car, house. Yes. Most people. Most people. They don't get grounded. 
And unless it's summertime, this is why I said two or three months. And when you say grounded, what do you mean by that? Well, they go to the river, they go to the beach, you know, they, they walk barefooted, they touch the ground, they touch the sand, you know, and that's even sometimes a lot of people go to the swimming pool. Well, that doesn't count. There's no grounding there. If you go to swim in a swimming pool or structures made by man, there's no grounding. If you walk on concrete, there's no grounding. If you have shoes, there's no grounding. So in order to get appropriately grounded, you have to touch the earth. Those, those people that are spiritual and empathic and or psychic um, are very, very well aware of this. They're very well aware of the feeling that they get when they touch the planet. It is different than when they touch you know, the, the, the carpet on your house or the concrete and so forth. It's, not alive. it's a different energy. It's, not alive, it's a, yeah. it's not alive. It's a yeah. different energy. Where the earth is alive, it's The earth is alive. The earth is godlike. We can connect to our godlike structure through meditation, but why not have assistance and have a, like a double connection with the planet by sitting on the earth or grounding yourself to the earth while meditating, which is like double in potency. Well, there's been some, some, uh, I guess, some thought that the system, this Freemason system, wants us, or they, they, that's why they created all these big cities. They want us in the cities. They want us in this lifestyle so we're disconnected from nature. They do want this. The controllers do want this, but we are equally as guilty because we do have the access to to you know natural surroundings we have regional parks we have state parks we have city parks whatever shoot you have your backyard <laughs> i mean you have anywhere you can think of you can touch the ground obviously if you go deeper into nature yes it's better for you but shoot i've done it in my backyard you know where i hear all kinds of things around me but i put on headphones and listen to some i don't know good vibrational chakra sounds so you can make it happen anywhere and there's times where i can't do that so i just sit in my room and i still meditate because you, you got to do with what you with what you could do with what your time allows, or with what you create, what you have. and what you have. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's very important, and a lot of people don't do that. Uh, I want to I want to kind of wrap, move beyond that now. I talk that was about only two, two, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so three. Okay, three. number three. I would probably say now we're talking about foods. A very important. Diet, try to eat everything natural, you know, try to eat things. I mean, you can't be perfect, but try, but make every effort. Here I am saying try like Yoda told me not to. <laughs> okay, make the effort as much as possible with what you are, budget allows to try to eat organic. And even then it's a little tricky, you know that. But, you know, go for the foods that are alive. Um, I am a proponent of eating meats. And, and, you know, I know there's a lot of vegans out there that are probably like, well, he's not really connected. But look, man, animals have a spirit and a lot of them know they're going to die. You know, they, they're very well aware of this and they know what their purpose is. Um, there are a lot of psychic animal communicators and they have talked to these animals and they're like, yeah, I came here to fucking, you know, be food for these guys. <laughs> they're very well aware of it. Um, you know, once we get to a certain level of spirituality, well then yeah, food will be eliminated. But now we're talking 4D. So that's a whole other topic. So I won't get too much into that. But the fact of the matter is, is that try to eat whole foods, stay away from processed foods. And that is one of the third, that is probably the third most important factor here. So to, for good health. There's a lot of vegans, like you said, a lot of vegans are maybe listening. I think maybe the sum of that would be 
don't eat processed foods. Yes. Eat as much food from there as possible. That is keeping it simple, yeah. Okay. More natural foods, less man-made products as possible. Um, and then sugar, sugar is a, a man-made product and a lot of people don't understand that. Um, so, you know, sugar in its form has to be consumed in, in very, very small amounts. So sugar is a big killer and people don't realize that. Um, so it's just like alcohol, if not worse. Um, so, so that's three. Okay. You said five, but those three are very important. Okay. Number four for good health, you said was the question. Yeah. I would say expression. Um, people are constrained um, with their belief systems. People are constrained to express themselves. Oh, I shouldn't say that because of this. Oh, I shouldn't say that because of that. Because they've been conditioned. So uh, there are several reasons why you're conditioned. Number one, through schools. Uh, number two, you're conditioned through religion. You shouldn't do that because religion said so. So you don't express yourself. Um uh, number three, your parents, they've conditioned you. So, you know, you want to do it, you know, you feel you should do it, but you know, you know, Jimmy over there is going to get offended. <laughs> you know, obviously you got to find your balance. You know, you don't want to piss everybody off. You don't want to be a jerk, but for the most part, when people express themselves, even when they piss other people off, they do tend to up their health a little bit. So let's say somebody wants to dance, but mom said no. Mama said no because only, you know, prostitutes do that or whatever. I'm just giving an example. But she doesn't dance. Well, she's probably going to get sick, you know. So expression is a big part or a Be big. Be real to yourself. Huh? Be real to yourself. Be real. And, every, and everybody's different. Everybody came into this planet right. wanting to learn certain things, but we hold ourselves back because people tell us to. So that's lack of expression, which means lack of good health. So that's four. Shit, do I have the fifth one? Um, fuck for good health. I would probably say, you know, I would, can I encompass all these? Okay. Fresh air is very important. You know, sleep with your window open. I think it's very, very important to have continuous fresh air. And we're talking about, um, don't, if you're around just a lot of smog and smoke and all that, man, you need to escape, get some fresh air. Again, it goes back to nature, you know? So there is a little connection there. And, you know, we, we, I had mentioned earlier as number three, you know, you know, products that are, you know, process. So, so water is included as, you know, is another very important factor. A lot of water, good, clean water, spring water, not processed water that's manufactured like, you know, some of these brands like from Walmart and so forth. I mean, just talking about water. I mean, how many, I mean, just drinking water. Yeah. I mean, even any water. I mean, how many have people known just drink, uh, drink Coke every day? It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible because they're not realizing what the, what it's doing to them. But look, I mean, if you haven't figured out the Coke factor with all the internet <laughs> shit, I mean, I, I should, I can't, I, I, I don't, I should not be even talking about that because if you haven't figured out the Coke thing, you shouldn't even be listening to this program. <laughs> Seriously, it's just like, come on, so I mean, that's like, you know, you're two years old, you got to figure that. In in terms of spirituality, I mean, I hate to be mean, but I mean, Coke's a poison. Let's just keep it straight. But look. Three months ago or two months ago, I was eating a burger and I was like, shit, man, I want that Coke. So I took a drink. <laughs> so am I going to cheat? Yeah, of course I am. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to look. Some people think that it has to be so, 
you know, black or white, you know, you got to just balance. And, and, and when we're talking about sugar, we're talking about, you know, McDonald's, Burger King. Look, yeah, you're craving it. You know, go get a burger. You know, did I say go get a burger every day? No. <laughs> I say go get a burger maybe once a month if that, you know, for a reward system. Do you want to drink that soda? Go ahead, drink it. It tastes really good with that burger. But I would say, you know, if people are asking me, hey, how often should I drink a Coke? I would say maybe once every two months, maybe once a month, you know, depending on what, how you exercise in, and, and there, and that's if that, you know, I haven't, I drank one, like maybe in six months, like recently. So I mean, but if to each their own, right, you know, right, right. to each their own right. balance is a key factor. Right, right. So water is important. Um, look, water is a whole other topic. Again, um, if you can find a natural spring source, well, now you've just, times did by 10 in terms of good nutritional value uh, because water coming from a spring source has a multitude of minerals that are necessary for good human perfect health it's a whole other topic but it's beautiful healing yeah. for your for your pineal gland which is a whole other topic you know because a lot of these waters we can't trust them with a lot of shit that they put in them so and the pineal gland is a whole other conversation well, the pineal gland, again, we have to go back and we have to talk about the chakras. Now, the pineal gland, if you, if you just want a little quick summary, there's a lot of information on the internet right now, which is beautiful. Where um, it, well, let me ask you this. Where is it and why is it important? Well, it's located, shit, somewhere in the middle of your brain. I mean, <laughs> it's like if you look at any anatomy picture online, you could kind of see that it's not too far from your pituitary gland. And it's right in between, you know, the both sides of the hemisphere of the brain. Now, it's pretty much dead, almost dead center, um, you know, of your uh, of your brain. So it is a third eye. Uh, we have two eyes, and a lot of the ancient cultures understood this that um, we have a third eye. Um, when you close your eyes, uh, let's, let me have you do an exercise. Close your eyes. Say your name in your head. Okay, good. Now open your eyes. Now you heard it. You know it's there. You fu- you heard it. Okay, your third eye allows you to hear that because um, you even said it in your own language. You even heard your the sound of your voice. So that's very real, you know. So um, a lot of people don't understand this concept, but the third eye is very real and it allows you, the more you develop your third eye and the more you, or the better health that your pineal gland is, the better your third eye is developed or the perception of the 4D world and or this connection to the 4D internet. So the pineal gland is a big factor in terms of that. And a lot of times when you consume unhealthy waters and or diets and or soda pop or whatever, alcohol, drugs, you know, whatever it is, it does cause an effect to your pineal gland. The healthier you eat, you know, more carrots, more vegetables, you know, with appropriate, you know, try to get as clean beef as you can, clean chicken and all that other stuff. Um, try to go whole food as possible. Your pineal gland will thank you for it. And all of a sudden your intuitive powers go up, you know. So, um, you know, that in relation with meditation, nature and so forth only multiplies it. And it does connect to the third eye chakra. Or your, it's not necessarily your crown chakra, but your crown chakra can be developed with the pineal gland as well. So pineal gland, very important. Um, it kind of gives you insight. 
it it allows you the pineal gland is more for operating in this world. So, you know, somebody comes up to you and they say, "Hey, you know, check this out, Israel." And I'm like, "Oh man, what a great deal!" You know, and then my pineal gland says, "Well, do you see the truth here?" Like, oh shit, I didn't see that. And your pineal gland starts to activate, and you start to see the lie a little bit. And you what know? if your pineal gland is uh, something called calcified? If it's calcified, it is just a little bit more difficult. You have to analyze what the truth is. So if you have to analyze, use your left hemisphere. And you're analyzing, well, you know, he said this, so this equals that. So he's probably lying, which is cool. You figured it out. But the pineal gland and or the third eye chakra will help you feel that someone is lying. And there's a difference there. Do you analyze it all the time or do you want to feel I can pretty much tell you that those that feel know right off the bat. And shoot, I mean, I've met people that they already feel when the liar's coming before they even walk in the door. They're like, yeah, you know, I knew you were coming. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a sense, yeah. The spider sense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wanted to talk about... So the world right now is, is, uh, as far as like natural disasters, pretty nuts, right? You have all these fires and these hurricanes and it seems to be intensifying. Yeah. Um, some people say that it is because of HARP and, 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 and these government projects creating all these things. What's, what's, uh, uh, some people say it's natural. What, what's your take on it? I agree to both. <laughs> I agree to both. And look, what the earth is alive and if people don't understand this, but maybe, you know, there's a lot of people that actually do kind of understand it. you got a lot of these hippies that always have known that. But, you know, what's cool is that, you know, the common man is starting to understand it, whether you're conservative or whatever. Um, and so because of the fact that the earth is alive and because we're symbiotic with it, if, if we do not connect with the planet, well, then we're pretty much flipping our finger off to the planet. We're like, fuck you. You know, we make big trucks and we make all this. We burn all this fuel and this and that. You know, the earth's going to say, well, fuck you, too. And that's pretty much what's happening. Now, on the other hand, you do have HARP. You do have government entities that are manipulating to a certain degree. And because of that, um, they're pretty much just trying to accelerate the process just to create a fear within the people. You know, people are really, really intelligent on top. Really, they know what they're doing. Um, I don't think people realize that very very sophisticated you know and i don't even want to get into who they're being helped by that's a whole other topic but the fact of the matter is that we think we're smart well not really compared to some of the controllers um you know they even understand the human psyche and how we're going to react they have computer programs to to decode you know different scenarios and so forth but the fact of the matter is is that if a hurricane is going to hit, they're like, well, shit, let's make two or three hurricanes. Let's add to it to create a good fear dilemma. There's probably situations where, um, you know, an earthquake's going to hit or a hurricane and they don't want it to happen because it's not within their agenda. So, you know, they can go against them as well sometimes. But I do think that they are contributing a lot to these dilemmas to create a good um, fear to the people. Now, we have to also understand that they don't want humanity to connect to nature. 
they don't want humanity to understand the godness of their of their existence. So, you know, by creating this fear, um, they. So how much importance do you think nature is? is oh, <laughs> to connect to nature, being outdoors, etc. They'll do, they'll, oh, yeah. They'll do all their power to, to keep people away. Well, look, I think I feel and I pretty much know that they don't want people to reach godhood. Okay. What are the factors that make you have more godhood? Well, nature. You know, it's one of the biggest factors that creates this godhood within individuals. Now, if you can get people away from nature, well, then that helps. And I think that what they want to do is, is you know, there's several factors. One of them is to not have these people have godhood or an enlightenment, if you will, which is what's happening through the Internet. But you also want people controlled and you can't control people that are just self-sufficient. You want people dependent upon the system. So nature creates more of an independent godhood, self-sufficient uh, type of individual. That's what nature does. And whenever there's a disaster i mean just look everybody's pushed away from nature and pushed more into urban cities and you know if nobody knows just look up agenda 21 you know what i mean and this is not just a united states deal this is a uh, a global deal with the united nations um another factor that so people what's, agenda 21? Whatever. agenda 21 is you know I, it's been so long it's been years since i read it but I do remember the gist of it, which is to create situations, not to create situations. Uh, I shouldn't say that. It is a, it is kind of a, a scenario where everybody's living in urban cities and huge urban cities, metropolitan areas, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, New York, and so forth. And to create a benefit towards the planet. So their take on this is like, well, let's help the planet. Well, how do we help the planet? Have them stop. Have the humans stop trampling the earth. Well, how do we have them stop trampling the earth? Well, move them all into pockets of big cities. Get them away from the planet. And let's make these areas restricted. And, you know, years ago when I read it, I was like, wow, man, that just seems so far-fetched. But as the years went by, and I'm Mr. Nature guy, and I'm trying to go to these new parks that they're developing, now they're telling me I need a permit. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. This is why would I need a permit to connect with nature? <laughs> so things start. I mean, this is how they get you. Is it funny how they're increasing the prices every year? Oh yeah. Parks? Yeah. To in order to go to the parks, you know, it's it's going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to access them. You're going to want to be connected to nature, and it's not going to be able to happen. You know, there are people that have been killed that have been you know trying to connect with nature. You know, camping or whatnot, because, you know, police have gotten involved. But, I mean, shoot, there was a lady picking up rocks. This was years ago. And she got arrested for picking up a rock. Because if you look at the laws, you cannot, I cannot pick these plants in nature. I know how to identify them. I know how to identify a plant that makes you healthy. But if I pick it, I have just broken the law. And this is what they want. They want you to not connect with nature. And they make it a rule and or a law and or like some sort of permit or whatever the deal is restricted so that it makes it harder and harder for you to connect. Or if they do allow you to connect, they, now they control how you connect. So the fact of the matter is that the earth doesn't want that. The earth doesn't want these 
controlling systems to keep you away. The earth wants to be symbiotic with you, and humans don't fully understand that the earth that the earth needs us as much as we need it. And if we don't connect, if we as a mass level don't connect, the earth will try to eliminate us through earthquakes, through hurricanes. And shit, the earth's probably happy. Oh, you're going to help me, Harp? Go ahead. Fuck. <laughs> Kill them off. Because the earth is like, well, you know, you know, if I start to feel that it's a virus, then it starts to try to eliminate people. And the earth is getting upset. And this is now this is my personal take on it. I, I am symbiotic with the planet and I know that the earth is pissed off. I don't think that the earth really wants to eliminate us. I, the earth really, really on a spiritual level wants to connect with us but we are refusing to connect with it so things happen as a result karmic actions happen as a result because of it will harp try to take the credit for it probably so <laughs> uh i just want to talk about one last thing because I, I know i know you're busy gotta get back to work but um what do you see so we see this mass awakening or a lot of people waking up at least uh systems are breaking down Especially here in the United States, people are kind of revolting. What do you see the next, I don't know, five? In the future? Ten years, yes. You know, I'll get into the topic of aliens real quick. I'm going to tell you something that aliens can't even figure it out. <laughs> because, you know, you have all these sophisticated programs from controllers that can say, all right, this is the possible dilemma. I mean, one good movie is called uh, Matrix Reloaded. Um, where Neo goes to the maker, that guy, I forgot the guy's name, but um, he gives you all these different outcomes and scenarios. The That's architect. The architect, there you go. That's perfect. Yeah, the architect. And it's very real. These are computer programs. Computers are so sophisticated these days that they can figure out different scenarios that humanity, the courses humanity will take. And I can just tell you right now that the human, we're so godlike that we think we're going to do something and all of a sudden it takes a turn and the controllers are like what the fuck just happened the earth was supposed to end at this point <laughs> you know these guys were supposed to reduce the population from whatever where are we at seven or eight billion now yeah. we, we were supposed to be already at a billion what the fuck is going on you know so i think that because we take so many twists and turns because it and it really falls back into one factor which is the love factor um, that these programs and or, you know, possibilities or future outcomes um, changes all the time. But I can tell you this, that if we use a lot of love as a humanity on a, on a, on a huge scale, we become more awake. Because the more love there is, the more, um, you know, information becomes known. There's less darkness. There's less fear and there's less secrets. And if that happens, there are so many twists and turns. But we know that there's a lot of secrets. We know there's a lot of darkness. And we know there's a lot of lack of love. And we know there's a lot of fear. If these scenarios continue, then, you know, life doesn't look too well for us in the future. <laughs> so what is going to happen in the future? Man, I, it's hard to say. But I can say that if it continues in the course of fear... You know, because look at the cops. They all have fear now. They're just shooting. Why? Because they're scared. They're, they're, they're scared. I mean, you... But fear creates that anger. 
you know, George Lucas, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> George Lucas is a very enlightened individual. You know what I mean? So I'm going to tell you right now that fear d- does eventually create anger. You know, you, you, you know, they say stupid things like I need to go home at night. You know what? I, ha- I had a, you know, cops come through this gym and they're like, well, I'm going to make it home tonight. And I had a conversation with them. And I was just like, bro, how many times have you been shot at? Well, none. So then what are you talking about? I go, are you in Oakland? I mean, <laughs> relax, shit. And then, in first, and second of all, why create your universe? Just understand that we have the power to create our universe. But that's a whole other topic. Now, on top of that, I can just pretty much tell you that on the course that we're going through now, and if people remain with this fear type mentality, then yeah, it's 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 going to be a disaster. It's going to be a collapse of a civilization. It's collapse of the United States and the economy. And, it, and the result is because of the people. Be You know, we are not expanding our love. And if we don't expand our love, we can't see the controllers and how they manipulate. And if if we do, though, and, here, and you know, it can go two ways. There's so many scenarios because we're so random. Because humans are unpredictable. We are very unpredictable. And the aliens, it drives them fucking crazy because of this love factor that we have embedded into our existence or our godhood. Because if you compare other animals, they're very predictable. Noah, if you go in front of a lion, there's a good chance it's going to attack you. Yeah. Right? If you go in front of a, a wild dog, there's a good chance it's going to attack you. Right? Exactly. So We're very unpredictable, right. but love does this, and and it, it it comes with enlightenment. And if we all of a sudden, you know, are full of love on a mass level, let's say seventy percent plus, and we have lack of fear. Well, shit, we're probably going to rebel anyways. <laughs> you know what? Take down the controllers. Yeah, because we don't want to be controlled by the system. Exactly. We're going to create a different type of system, you know, or which may go into a cycle and start all over again within a few hundred years, but who or thousands of years, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, I could take many twists and turns, but I, I think I, I would tell people don't don't be scared, you know, when shit goes down. I would say people trust your heart. Because if you, at this point, increase your heart chakra, increase your love, and increase your compassion, your frequency, your energy will connect to walk a different step. You know, why am I taking a left turn here? You're in your car. Why am I taking a left turn? Because your frequency has changed. You're not going to take that right turn. You're not going to go to Safeway. You're going to go over here. You're going to go to Rayleigh's. And you're going to meet a different person because your frequency has changed. Because you're on a different path. You're going to get a whole different set of friends. You've dropped your fear. You're going to go into a different direction. And in times of calamity and disaster, it's the same deal. If you operate on the frequency of love, you will connect into different scenarios. And more than likely, you'll probably escape the calamity. You know, because it it requires you to continue a learning process. And you're not trying to check out on a higher level because we have higher levels of ourselves, we will try to check out, even through natural disasters. We think that we want to survive, but we've been so stressed out with life, we're trying to create a checkout. But that's give enough. Up, that, give, up. give up. But that's another topic. Okay. <laughs> I think that's good for today. Um, thank you, Israel, um, for, for, for joining me on the podcast today. Um, yeah, until next time, guys. Uh, uh, thank you for for. for what, hour and three minutes? We got to do another one of these shows. We have so much information. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to get him back on. Uh, until next time, guys. Peace. All right.